Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for September 3rd, 2021. I am your host, Joe Smith. I hope you live in the United States. <laughs> I don't hope you live in the United States, and I know that many of you do not, but I hope if you do live in the United States that you're looking forward to a long three-day weekend and that you are going to remain optimistic in the face of all the signs around you that the world is ending. Uh, that people keep saying that to me. The world is ending. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, every day we inch closer to it, but, you know, every day we each inch closer to our own deaths. So, you know, what are we talking about here? Hurricanes in New York City? <laughs> I would. That would seem like it. Uh, a raging brush fires in the California... You know, hills outside of San Francisco? Sure. Uh, or maybe it's the uh, theocracy that we're living under where uh, now, you know, women have to... There's going to be... A, we're having Labor Day. Labor Day is going to be, you know, there's going to be a whole new meaning because uh, we... Because the fucking state of Texas just passed this incredible law that the Supreme Court, which is not politicized at all, they don't, they, they, you guys, you guys, I'm not going to, I'm going to get right out of this fucking thing, I, pr I promise, I'm not going to go too far into this political rabbit hole, but you jerk-offs, <laughs> dear jerk-offs, you constitutional fucking scholars uh, on the Supreme Court, you're supposed to be letter of the law people and you're not upholding the constitution. You are politicizing it and you're really turning the only, a minority opinion across the country. Most people favor women having control of their reproductive rights. And, you know, we're a fucking theocracy. We're a kangaroo country. And is that offensive to kangaroos? Yeah, probably. Well, I'm not I'm not staying here. I promise I'm not going to stay down in the ditch with it. But you want to talk about I have issues with authority, man. I cannot even imagine what I would do if I were a woman. Or women are just like, you know, we are really offended by it. Tell me, ladies, what's the truth? You're like, we're really offended by this because it it uh it is giving courts and states and white men control over our bodies but you might be on the low like you know that morning after pill is just fine so don't worry about it i don't know it's been in the it's been a while since i've been in the oh my gosh are you uh phase of my life but i cannot imagine i can't imagine what i would maybe this is maybe this is the healthy side of being so anti-authority even though i'm fucking sold out you know i'm not being self-righteous here this is the healthy side of being anti-establishment even though i pay my taxes like a fucking jerk and pay my bills on time all the things that you know real <laughs> real pirates don't do <laughs> i'm just saying i i, I ref my refusal to buy in maybe this is the upside of it I tend to think of what I would do if I were any, and this is probably just me plowing through my ignorance here, 
any member of a, a, a group of people in this United States of America that has the weight of the state against them. So by that I mean women, minorities, particularly black people, transgender and historically gay people, still gay people. I just cannot imagine. And white men who listen to this program, and there are probably like fucking six of them because I'm such a race traitor. Can you imagine how you would fucking react if someone told you what bathroom you could use? That's not how I was born. Okay, that's a, a different example. But could you imagine if someone said... You have to tuck your shirt in. <laughs> You'd be like, fuck you. You can't even tell me that the election is true, right? You can't, I mean, can you imagine what you would do if someone said you had sex with someone and if they are unaware of it after six weeks, that's what, what you're on the hook. Just imagine the fucking. So maybe I don't, it's not intentional. You know what it is? I just hate authority. I hate authority and I hate hypocrisy because the Supreme Court is hypocritical because they're supposed to be faithful to the letter of the document and it's all unconstitutional. This horseshit that's happening in Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's on my mind. Chicago's on my front mind because a friend of mine was at the Laugh Factory last night. We were texting about it and he said it is a fucking he was raving about the club he was raving about it the hypocrisy of the that that's that's why do i hate hypocrisy so much probably because that is what i am we hate the things probably that we like least in ourselves i suppose i just cannot imagine what i would do if some of these <laughs> Remember the former 45th president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, wanted to ban a religious, a certain religious group from fucking coming to this country? Like, imagine if you were in that group, how you'd feel. You Well, you would to say to yourself, I'd never be in that group. You know what? Why don't we ban all religions from coming in this country? <laughs> then, you know what? we would have plenty of reproductive rights because, once again, no atheist has ever passed a law restricting your right to do whatever the fuck it is you want to do with your body. But the idea that the state, uh, Texas, I mean, it's just Texas being it's Texas. It's, that's, it's, everything is bigger in Texas, including the birth rate. No, it won't be because... You know, we'll go back to, uh, you know, the 1950s and, you know, people taking matters into their own hands. And what a what a joke we are. What a joke. That's what is the I mean, the hypocrisy. That's what drives me fucking bananas. I told you I'm going to get out of it. I'm, I mean, I, it's, I can't have been talking for more than like four minutes. So thank you for indulging me in that. What are we talking about, though, with with legislating what women can do. Why don't we just put men on the hook for what happens? How about that? 
That's what happens. Men, if you get someone pregnant and then she doesn't even realize it and and what you know what this is Texas here's what I I hate most about you is that you write this law that empowers private fucking citizens to sue people who help other people get abortions. The, Texas just creates snitch society. I'm going to get out of this, but my God, what a, first of all, who wants to fucking tell somebody what to do? What kind of jerk off is that? A self-righteous person is who it is. I might be self-righteous, but you know what? I don't want to tell anybody what to do at all. And I think it's, his, it's, 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 uh, can you imagine, you know, people celebrated yesterday. I'm sure that they celebrated that. God bless America. What a fucking, what a nice idea. What a nice idea we were, I think. All right. I've been thinking about my issues with authority because I, I'm trying to work through them. Not really. <laughs> Did I mention that my wife and I went out for dinner and the valet guy came up to the car? This is a month or two ago. He came up to the car and he said, "Can I?" Normally, when he you would give you a ticket and you would give him the keys, he said, "Can I have your phone number?" And this is how my just dislike of people inflicting themselves—that's what it is. I don't like people inflicting themselves on me. Why, asshole? Do you think you're exceptional? No, but I, I, I've, I'm every sort of move in my life has come to not be dependent or at the will of other people. And you know what? That makes me a goddamn red-blooded American. So stick that up your ass, you fucking babies who call me a commie and everything else. I realize it's all over the map of both energy and tone and content, but here we are. So I just don't like the people inf in inflicting or encroaching upon me. And, and the guy says, can I have your phone number? And I said, why? And he said, blah, 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 some parking app bullshit. And I said, no, <laughs> you can't have my phone number. And he said, well, then I cannot park your car. Like, dude, what, what do you, what has happened to us? You, I can't use your service because I don't want to give you my phone number. And I know it's old people shit. I'm just like, stay off the lawn. But him saying, I can't park your car. And yes, immediately your mind should go to my wife who is sitting in the seat next to me, uh, who smells delightful and is washed and has dried her hair and has put on some lipstick and some earrings and wants to go out to dinner. She's a mother. She's a working mom whose baby is uh, who she worships is home sleeping. And here's her husband uh, telling the valet guy that he cannot have his phone number. <laughs> I can't park your car. Well, you're fucking terrible at your job then. That's, there has to be a workaround to this. And you know what the workaround is? I say, okay, thanks. I don't speed off like, fuck you. I was like, I, you know, my wife knows me well enough. I'm not going to ruin, like, if it were someone's wedding, I wouldn't, you know, do this, but... I just said, all right, dude, thanks. 
and we just pull out of the parking lot and literally park closer to the restaurant than where he would have parked the car in ballet. And that's just one of those like curb your enthusiasm moments where you, you know, the guy moves it like one foot and you're like, what are we doing here? And I, even in the moment, was talking to my wife like, I, I, I don't know, I'm sorry and I hope you don't think like, I'm not losing my shit here. And she's nice and supportive. She's like, no, I... <laughs> she also is like, I just want to fucking have a drink, dude. Like, why are you still such a child? But she's nice enough to say, I like that you stand up for what you believe in. <laughs> I'm fucking battling valet people. I don't want you... Why don't I want to... Why don't... Who gives a shit? Here's what... If, if I were talking to... If I were talking to someone in a psychological capacity... I would say to them, having a real sort of candid conversation, okay, you don't want to give your phone number to the person, but ask yourself, why is that? Not, what is the mode, like, not how were you raised, but what are you fearful of, what are you fearful of happening there? Are you, <laughs> are you afraid that your information is going to be on the internet? It already is. Are you afraid that, the phone company is going to know what kind of car you drive and where you're eating dinner and a profile has been going to be worked up on you about how much money you have or want to have and that's been done so what's what is really what is the the implication of me really giving the guy my phone number nothing I mean, literally no different outcome in my life other than me just uh, choosing that, that. What that was is a situation where I should have lost the battle to one to win the war, because I just imagine my wife sitting in the car like, "Oh, a nice glass of wine sounds good," and and then like as this is happening with the valet guy, I imagine her blood pressure rising and thinking, "Ah, oh, fuck, maybe I'll have five bourbon and." waters five whiskey and whiskey on the rocks just because i have to deal with my husband who is uh, an adolescent i don't know there no there my life would have been different in in zero ways if i would have given the valet guy my number hey you want my number other than i would have just been like another uh, like what another what that's the point another just doing what everybody else does, dude. You're not exceptional. Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, reflecting upon it, I was thinking about, it kind of makes me just like, or slightly just short of, I tell myself, those people that I mentioned at the zoo on the podcast episode way back at the beginning called Boo at the Zoo. Somewhere in the, in the early podcast has been going for a year now, I think. We're like somewhere in the early 100 episodes, like maybe 105, 108, something like that. So shout out to y'all for keeping me going and uh, letting me find my way through some of the shit that uh, rattles around my brain. And, you know, it's like making a record, you know, I'm not going to not going to pour out all happiness all the time. Sometimes it's going to be a little a little. It's just because I'm older. Does it sound bitter? Right. I don't want it to sound bitter. I don't want to sound cynical. 
I just wanted to sound realistic. <laughs> but I was thinking like those moments where I uh, resist the valet parking. Like, like when I was a teenager, when I was in high school, and I pushed back against authority, people say, "Oh, dude, you're a rebel." And like girls would say that, and I was like, and then it was like, "Oh, really?" And really, what I, I didn't realize what that really meant was like, <laughs> you're not gonna have a career. <laughs> you're not gonna get a. You're not. You know. You're not gonna graduate in four years. That's that's really probably what they they meant. But at the time, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, like you're a rebel. Ooh, thank you. I think that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. You know, when you're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, you're a rebel. But as you know, I do it. Now, as a grown man, people are like, oh, you're a fucking teenager. So it's like it's like flipped and reversed. Like, yeah, you never matured and grew up. Um, but I was thinking it was like those people at the zoo who went to the zoo so obviously. Back when, you know, I mean, we've all had our journeys with the masks and over the pandemic. But you remember this time when... There was a, a, a blip, a, a moment in the zeitgeist where people were saying they were medically exempt from wearing masks. I have a, I have a condition. <laughs> and you know what the condition is? They're fucking retarded. That's the condition. And I know that is really insensitive to people with developmental disabilities. To compare them. Here's what's insensitive. To compare them about those fucking idiots who will go to the zoo just to seek out confrontation, who will go to the zoo and just stand there defiantly not wearing a mask. So some teenager could come up to them and say, hey, would you please put on a mask? And they can say, nope, I'm medically exempt. Because of why? Well, because I'm fucking retarded. And again, it's insensitive to people with developmental disabilities to compare them to people who go to the zoo to provoke confrontation with teenagers who are working for minimum wage to sweep up elephant shit and make cotton candy in a dusty shack. And also probably are from Mechanicsville, like, you know, a mile away from the zoo. And they're like, I got to get a job, get out of the life. I'm trying to get my life together. And they're, you know, dealing with people who don't want to wear masks. And they're like, you know what? Maybe I will do one more shooting and I'm going to, kill these four fucking people from clearly not the city of Atlanta who are looking to provoke reactions. You know what they are? They're, they're looking, they were looking to provoke reactions uh, with the rich context of nobody is going to fuck me up at the zoo, right? Because I'm the customer. That's, that's what you have to have in your heart to, and I'm sorry if you, you don't recall every single podcast perfectly, but a year ago, I mentioned going to the zoo when there was this, this, all of a sudden people were using this excuse, they're medically exempt from wearing a mask. And just coincidentally, four people standing in the middle of the most busy part of the zoo where everybody else was wearing a mask were like just waiting, waiting, waiting like for someone to come confront them. And sure enough, it happened and they're like, we are exempt and here's our card that we made this morning and printed, or as you say in the South, printed off at our on our home epson computer printer and now because we're the customers 
and we are the entitled, we are going to firmly tell this young man, no, we are not going to do this. When really, if you were in Mechanicsville, uh, you wouldn't say shit to this kid. And you'd be the opposite of how you're acting now. Because you're just acting with the authority of the privilege, the customer, the delusion that if you were on the streets, this kid wouldn't fuck you up. And you know that. You know that when you go to bed. I would know it. That's why I don't fucking lip off to teenagers ever. Because they're terrifying. <laughs> you know why they're terrifying? Because they have nothing to lose. And I remember being like that. And me at the age of the kid who graciously at the zoo uh, just sort of deferred like, uh, you know, can we get an adult around here? And then, you know, some adult just destroyed looking security guard comes over and like dandriffs them away. I was, but I was thinking to myself, am I, am I like those people? And the answer is, I don't think I'm quite as bad, but I'm not that far away. Because while I don't go out provoking those interactions with dipshits, I mean, not dipshits, I don't go out provoking interactions with uh, security guards and uh, teenagers who are wearing uniforms and valet parkers. I do allow them to happen sometimes simply by not letting letting it go it's weird this and this is the hip the, i guess this is why i'm a hypocrite and why i hate hypocrites but also i'm a i'm a i also think about myself i'm a i, I think about myself i say self i like i honestly like doing what is best for the greatest number of people so while i don't join and i don't uh embrace institutions and am grossed out and terrified of religion all of them all of them except you know what uh what is it called jewishness i can't believe i don't know the name of it there's islam judaism because you know what no jewish person has ever tried to fucking get in my face about it and they're like well because we don't want you <laughs> you clearly are not one of us. Well, I'll tell you what. When I was close to 18 or 19 years old, and I don't know if I mentioned this uh, previously, I was involved with a woman, uh, a woman. She also was 18. And she asked me to, uh, she wanted to bring me home to her folks. And she asked me to change <laughs> my last name to something a little more jewish uh, sounding or at least Jew adjacent and I uh, you know I I ran away from home and I had a kind of a dad who was around sometimes I mean I don't know what, whatever and I had a stepdad so I was like yeah no problem <laughs> I would never do that now because now I have self-esteem and pride but not white pride pride in myself in the name of love. I, yeah, I was like, sure. And she's like, how about something? She was like strong, like uh, something Steen or something. I was like, really? Look at my face. You think your your boss is going to believe that? And so then we settled on Davis. 
I don't know. But that was the only time that I've been asked to uh, join someone, join the Jewish faith. Because every other Jewish person's like, you're not one of us, dude. And you know what? They're right. Because I am not a joiner. They know. But I'm creeped out and grossed out by religion. But what's interesting to me when I... Uh, not what's interesting... I do all sorts of rule-following things all the time because I think at my heart I believe that the overall system works when we're all, works best. And I'm not talking about like capitalism. I'm talking about like, you know, driving on the road. I'll let someone merge in. Um, you know, I'll wait my turn when it's time to pick up my daughter from school. Just that kind of shit. I'm not like... I, I adhere to a, you know what I do? I adhere to a lot of social norms and at the same time don't like being told what to do. So I don't think I'm as bad as those people at the zoo. And I really didn't want to talk about myself. I, I, I find myself tonight very, very boring. And you're like, well, that's why we've already left. Well, good. You know what you should do? And I should have mentioned this earlier. Stop listening right now. And there was a show I was supposed to do tonight that uh, was canceled because of what I thought was COVID, but no, 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 no. It was canceled because it was a holiday weekend and the venue, blah, 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 blah. So I'm off tonight, Friday night, but Saturday night, tomorrow night, I'm at the punchline, 8 and 10. So come over and say hello. And I won't be talking about any of this shit. I'm not going to... Hey, start right off the bat. But you know what? My act, I think, must be more, and this will probably lose me. It's my challenge. My act has to have more atheism in it, and it has to have more uh, stronger takes about this shit. Like, like, I've always felt strongly about the right to choose, like the right to fucking do anything. I just got to, I have to spend more time with it. I have to spend more time with it. It's not, I don't think it's my set. I think my balls are sufficient to do it now. You know, I can go bomb working out atheism material and ball, uh, not balls, uh, abortion, anti-abortion or pro-choice. What am I trying to say? Pro-choice material. I'm not going to talk about any of this though. But if you, tomorrow night at the punchline. So come on over and say hello. I'm not quite as bad as those people at the zoo, but uh, I'm not far away. And, I, and that doesn't make me feel good. And and I don't want my daughter to have every one of her report cards say, doing well, yes, fine, okay, check, 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 as I mentioned on a previous podcast. And then the one thing she, uh, the lowest was asking for help. She's willing to ask for help. Never. <laughs> That's not good. You need to build alliances, and you need to have, I mean, you have friends and stuff, but you need to rely on people, and I do that now. But I want her to be like, why can't she just be a, a go-alonger? Or, you know what, because she, she's not going be, to be a drug kingpin. She's not going to be, uh, she's not going to be an arms dealer, probably. So she's gonna. So therefore, she's gonna be a sheep. <laughs> I want to make a happy little sheep, who is is. This is what I try to do. I think I'm trying to play by. I'm trying to be within the lines, I'm trying to do the stuff that you're supposed to do. Right, stay 
off the cops radar stay off the feds you know stay off the irs radar stay off the courts radar so follow all those rules to be free and throw up a middle finger from the inside not the inside like i'm really like affecting change but I would be really childish if I were, like, not paying my taxes, if I were, you know, ending up in court every day, because that would just be, like, taking away all my ability to express myself. I don't know. Anybody have any <laughs> Anybody have any questions? I've told you that sometimes comics, I just start, like, I don't know, fuck it. Why don't you give me something to talk about? So I, I'm, I'm going to inject some more atheism into my because it's insane these people who believe that a man was drilled to a cross and then let down and then stabbed with a sword this is what they believe you believe they believe this is, and then by the way it was dead and then three days later came back like what's up it's me bruh Based on that, they are telling women who have children, women women who were born in the year fucking 20, 2007, 2000, oh, they're not women, those are girls, but, you know, where are we? What are we doing here? Who is, what is this theocracy? Turn it over to the atheists, I think, is, is, is the way forward. The, the catch is, here's the thing, here's atheists who listen to this. I'm going to call this podcast a middle-aged atheist's lament. <laughs> here's why we're always going to lose to the religious zealots. Because we don't care as much as they do. But you know why? Because we're not afraid. And I mean that honestly. I'm not afraid of going to hell. I'm not afraid of trying to get into heaven. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, clearly I'd be like, yeah, let's go to the, the place with all the virgins or <laughs> whatever it is. Let's go to the, the cloudy place. But atheists, we're, we don't, we're not compelled by that, our eternal damnation fear. So we don't have to. And, you know, I empathize for people who do have that fear that you have to fight on that hill. Uh, but you know what? Fuck you for trying to tell the rest of us what to do. Just go create your own fantasy land. Well, like we did. <laughs> it's called Texas. Well, now it's also called the United States of America. And uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's really not as bitter and cynical as it seems tonight. But I will tell you, you should come to the punchline tomorrow night. And also send me a note and tell me how I'm full of shit because I really like hearing from you. And also check out the TikTok videos I posted in the last couple weeks or last week, um, including, uh, well, you'll see them when you check them out. At Yes, Joe Smith on everything. Thanks and have a great weekend.